0: totally bummed this Sunday we missed church because my little guy wasn't feeling well. We wanted to give him a chance to nap and just recover for the week. And I was thinking, man, there is such a difference between being forced to go to church versus ha- being able to go to church and like being willing to go to church and wanting to go to church. I'm like bummed that I'm missing church. When I was a kid, I tried to like fake it to get out—like fake being sick, fake sleeping in. I tried everything in the book. Tried going to the bathroom while the church was in service for the whole service. Man, I didn't have a phone back then, but I would probably be in the back pew doing something on my phone if I could. But as a Christian, spirit-filled, I love being with the body and I love worshiping together. It's like I need it more than anything, but. On top of that, it's just a great time to be able to serve and get together with the body and hope to build on that and hopefully continue to uh, look for ways to serve and all that good stuff. And I hope you're committed and engaged in the church body as well. It's very important. Welcome to How to Build a Tent. My name is Matt. Thank you for joining, sharing the show with a friend, being here for episode 301. It's like a whole nother 300 episodes coming. I can't believe it can't believe that we've been doing this long. We are part of the Fight, Laugh, Feast network. Go to fightlaughfeast.com. Put in HDBT in a memo field. You'll get this mug. You'll get tons of great benefits. You get to be part of a raffle that they do. You'll get exclusive content. You'll get the book club. You'll be able to have access to a sales series and Bible studies and tons of other great content as well. And plus, you're going to be supporting us as we're building this network. Proclaim the Lordship of Jesus in every area of life. So go over to fightlifefeast.com put in HTBT in the memo field. Please subscribe and share our show on social media. You can find me how to build a tent. You can email me, Matt at how to build a tent.com. Crazy fun fact as I'm recording this, I'm recording this Sunday night. So probably you'll hear it the next day statistically, but we are a year away from the national election. I guess it's happening on November 3rd. I saw a tweet by Charlie Kirk that we will be voting on the next president. And man, is there ever been such clear contrast? I thought it was a clear contrast between Trump and Hillary. But this time it's like not only corruption versus the new guy or the outsider, it's not Washington versus the everyday man, which I still can't believe a billionaire was able to put himself in a position where he was the blue collar worker. That was fantastic branding by him. This time it's like capitalism or socialism. Do you want the Elizabeth Warren, there's no way to pay for it, Medicare for all, or do you want to be able to keep your money and do what you see fit with your money? It's an amazing, amazing election. And I bring it up only to say this, is that you should be really praying on what you need to do. For those of you who haven't voted, for those of you who feel like you can't vote for Trump, Especially if you're a Christian, you vote for Democrats. You definitely shouldn't do that. That That is, I could say confidently, that is sinful. That you should be repenting. If you are voting for a party that is pushing abortion like they are. And if there's a Republican that pushes abortion too, we should be voting against it. And I just saw a light, my studio light rock. I, thought I was having an earthquake. Do they have earthquakes in Florida? I don't even know. I know they're like the tornado capital of the world. Anyways, another big thing that came out, and I should have mentioned this last week. I feel so bad friend of the show and on this network marcus Pittman, his documentary babies are murdered here too is out and it was doing amazing numbers when it came out it was so encouraging to see we need more documentaries but here's the problem and i want to talk about this from a business perspective for a second documentaries aren't cheap they cost a lot of money and documentaries and this isn't on anybody but this is maybe on the the people making them, but oftentimes they're not a big hit. They're not like a movie. They're not entertaining like a movie. They're more educational. So maybe there's some opportunities there as well, but they don't make a lot of money, but they're so crucial. They're vital, they're important. I mean, this is a perfect example of how important it is to expose a lot of people in the pro-life movement and what they're doing. And if you haven't seen it yet, go see it go share it. It's a really great documentary. I mean, there was one part I was bawling my eyes. I don't even know if it was the beginning because I watched it and then I watched another clip. But I think it was on the clip where like five seconds I was just like crying. It was a part where this guy is out in front of the abortion clinic by himself on crutches and he saved this baby and this couple. This guy went out, went into the abortion clinic, grabbed his girlfriend, I think it was. I don't think it was his wife. And got her out and they went and they got free healthcare and they didn't kill their child that day. I mean, wow, I mean, I'm almost getting teary-eyed just thinking about it right now. And that's, you know, that's something worth supporting. So I'm, I'm thinking, I'm trying to, I'm brainstorming with David a lot and I, he's probably sick of me texting him, but I'm coming up with ideas like, how can we make documentaries, maybe not even like profitable, like the movie industry but how do we justify it like how do we make money it'd be nice and be profitable but how do we even get our money back how do we make it so that we can sustain documentaries how can we get this so we can fight the culture battle with documentaries in a way that is sustainable and that we can do it and people can make a living doing it and pay their salaries just so that they can continue doing it and so I'm just thinking of a bunch of different ways. If you have any ideas, and this is why I'm bringing this up really, is I want you guys to tell me like, how do you think we should do it? What are ways that you could support building documentaries? I mean, David is an amazing film producer. Like if you have not seen the heat he's getting from creating the founders um, by what standard documentary, that thing hasn't even been out yet. And there's been so much hate, which is only evidence that he hit a really really vital part of the body of the culture body and he's going for the kill like it would be an amazing asset for us to have to have david being busted out documentaries non-stop but i mean he still needs to do cross politic and all that stuff but we need to figure it out so if you have any ideas email me matt com. It's important i think documentaries are a great weapon to have in the arsenal that we should be exploring and um using as much as possible so i'm going to be continuing to brainstorm if you have any ideas reach out to us let us know what you think and how we can further uh, further finance these these documentaries that are so important like babies are murdered here too I saw. <laughs> I was like, ex- I can't believe it. The World Economic Forum, which isn't conservative at all, the Twitter handle said, "Could a progressive consumption tax reduce wealth?" And that was all in plain text. And I was like, "What? Could it? A progressive consumption tax reduce wealth?" No, tax, tax, uh, taxes would definitely reduce wealth. Like, is that an, even a question? But then it is hashtag inequality. So is saying reduce wealth inequality? Could a progressive consumption tax reduce wealth inequality? Like, oh my gosh! And the answer is yes. And it's scary because that means that everyone's getting poor. It doesn't mean other people are getting rich. Whenever someone is using a tax to reduce wealth inequality, it's making the world poor. It's making the community that it's taxing, the country it's taxing, wherever it is, depending on what, you know, state, city, county, or the country. And you just need to remember this, is taxes disincentivize what it's taxing. So if you have a consumption tax, think about it. Where does most of our GDP come from in our country? Consumption, private and public consumption. If it's taxed, there's gonna be less of it, which means our country is gonna slow down, which means it could go into a recession faster. It's gonna be taxed into a recession. It's not that hard. (laughs) It's not that hard to figure out. So when you have these people that are educated in Ivy League schools, World Economic Forum that are pushing something like a progressive consumption tax. The more you consume, the more you're going to get taxed They want to destroy the countries they're taxing. They're pushing for the destruction of countries. They're not stupid. They're not idiots. They know exactly how this works. It's not a mystery. There's no dispute. You can just look at everything the left wants to tax. They're attacking the things they are taxing. Cigarettes, vaping, income tax, property tax. They don't want any of that. They are trying to take away our wealth. And so they're taxing it all. It's their strategy. They're trying to get since it's not so easy to get socialism. And even though they're trying to push it right now, speaking of which, I just saw this interesting tweet before I jumped on talking about the uh, Medicare for all plan that I think was it like ninety. I don't even remember the number. It was something so ridiculous. Like there's no way we could pay for it. But here is the f- the facts about it. If we cut everything from the entire federal budget, so if we didn't pay for anything but Elizabeth Warren's Medicare for All plan, it would not pay for her plan. We wouldn't have enough money. If the whole budget, military spending, entitlement, Social Security, all of those things, if it was all cut, it still wouldn't pay for it. If every billionaire turned over every penny that they had to the federal government it would not be enough to cover her plan. If all the money in the world was dedicated to her plan, it would not be enough to cover her plan. And yet she's not only saying that's not true, she's saying there will be no taxes on the middle class, no taxes under a billion dollar. If you have under a billion dollars, you are not going to have a tax. She promises not to raise taxes for the middle class, quote unquote, which again, if you ever hear the term class, Middle class, upper class, lower class, it's Marxism. It's class warfare. That's the very definition of what Marx was doing. It's turning a class against another. It's scary guys. That's what I'm saying. You need to be ready to vote and you need to make sure that you're doing what God wants you to do one way or another. Like I'm voting for Trump. I didn't vote for him last time. I feel that we need to do it. It's It's too much of a contrast. There's too much of a difference and there's just too much on the line now I would really like for this time around if we get the house and the Congress and the Senate back in Congress and we still have Donald Trump that we actually end abortion that would be nice I mean it's like the Republicans are too scared that they're going to lose an election so they won't do anything on it but then they lose an election anyways because they're incompetent and they're inept can you just do what you promised please all right, last story because I want to hit this before we get going. Or yeah, because it's kind of a big deal. It's inter- We need to be thinking about this more with all the technology and the globalism. TikTok. I don't know if you know this. 110 million downloads in the U.S. and they're owned by China. They're a China-owned company, and although they argue that they are a company that stores their data in the United States, it's a a company. It's a subsidiary of a Chinese company that is controlled by Chinese law. And apparently they capture quite a bit of information and a bipartisan bipartisan act, a letter was sent to the DNI, the director of national intelligence, he's kind of oversees all of the intelligence, to Joseph McGuire to look into this. And they go into and talk about how they censor information and stuff, but this is the thing is, they're collecting information on you. I mean, they've already got hit by a $5.7 million fine for collecting children's locations email addresses phone numbers first and last names and profile pictures the chinese communist party has all the information on you that's kind of scary your kids they got fined for it i mean it happened it's not conjecture and then again their terms of service it's incre- incredible terms of service privacy poly describes how they can have your ip address which is the location of your computer so, if you are in Orlando, Florida like I am, the IP address will tell you tell you where you're at. It's your like your code for your computer, look location related data, device identifiers, cookies, metadata, and other sensitive personal information. But I should say IP-, IP address. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I'm not a tech expert by any means. So correct me if I'm wrong, you technical people. and other sensitive information. They can just take it. And the thing is is the courts that oversee this company, In TikTok that has 110 million downloads in the United States is totally controlled by the Communist Party. There is no recourse. If the government wants your information, which they have and they do, they want your information. They don't have the same values that we have of respecting your personal property and privacy. privacy, They can take it and there's no no, uh, recourse for it. Now, I just want you to think about this from a data perspective. Now, this is more of my expertise. When you think about this, I think I just lost one side of my headphones, so I don't know why. Big data is the game. And having algorithms and computers that are powerful enough to process how your data and to pull out patterns and things like that from the data. So when they collect all this information from TikTok and things like that to the government, they want it because then they can start establishing patterns and they can start identifying what normal behavior is like for an American, what a normal behavior is for a child, what a normal behavior is for a middle-aged man or for a woman who's pregnant. And you start making predictions and you start figuring things out. Well, what, like what are some ways that that can be used? Well, that could be a great way to figure out who's spying. It could be a figure out a great way to figure out who's in the government. It could be a great way to leverage who has personal information to use. It could be a great way to do a number of things like, do we want to be given that over? And so it's interesting to think about because we're going to have more and more companies that are backed by China and other dictatorial and other countries that don't share our values. And it's, do we want our information in their hands? Do we want our kids' information in our hands? It's interesting to think about. I know there's a big, huge swath of people that are just like, I don't have anything to hide, so who cares? I, I don't understand that thinking at all. But something to be aware about, TikTok. TikTok. Time is running out for you to decide on these things before people um, you know, steal all your information. Speaking of, I totally got scammed by this. I totally bought it and I got fooled. I haven't technically I haven't tried it yet, but I just think I just got it and I think it's just worthless. And I don't think it's gonna work. Apparently, there is a blue light that's supposed to attract mosquitoes, and there's a fan that dehydrates them. And I'm just looking at this and I'm from a physics perspective. I don't even know how this works. So I just got conned. If you see something like this on Facebook, do not buy it. I don't think it's going to work. We'll see. I might try it once, set it out in the yard and just let it run all night and see if they get any mosquitoes and then I'll I'll report back. But I just opened this thing. I'm like, oh, so crappy. I can't believe I bought that. I'm such a sucker. Happens to the best of us. You now let's go out, be successful. Don't buy crap like that. From- <laughs> and we'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless.